It's October 9th, 2011, and you're listening to the Architecture Happy Hour. I'm Laura. And I'm Larry. And it's a two-drink minimum, so grab your glass and let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. We're either really late, late, late with the September podcast or just early with the October one. But the way things have been going, I think we're just going to combine September and October into one big yeah, podcast. It's been a little busy. We've been a little, you know, a little stressed, a little <laughs> th- few things going on. And of course, we have the TSA convention coming up in a couple of weeks. Texas wow. Society of Architects, for those of you not here in Texas. Yeah, that's in a couple of weeks. Don't say that. I know. That <laughs> makes my heart beat a little faster. Right. And then right after that, we have to go to the AIA Virginia conference and do that. But once all mm-hmm. that's done, we're done for the year. Yeah. I'm, I'm. Once we get through that thing in Virginia, I'm going shopping. Yeah. And then it's, Virgin, uh, Virginia, then it's Thanksgiving and it's yeah. Christmas and we start at the process like all over again. We just take the whole rest of the year off, right? Once we yeah. get to that point. Yeah. That's that's a good plan. <laughs> be pretty well Holly will be out of the office the rest of the year don't mind us right Uh uh-huh we'll be back in January right this podcast is going to be a little different for us and for you for two reasons one we actually have a guest with us here in the happy hour lounge it's our student intern Chris say hi Chris I'm going to say howdy like we say down in college station Chris came to us through Texas A&M University and since Larry and I are both graduates of the architecture program we couldn't really say no to Chris working with us this semester. Well, that's how I got you. And not to mention, once we actually got him into the office and interviewed him, he was a pretty good fit for, yeah. for our group here. Liked what he had to say. And I'm pretty excited. Finally, somebody do the heavy lifting around here, mainly figuring out how to index all of my business cards from my networking. I think oh. his eyes got pretty big when I... Yes, brought the, the piles to his desk. Bunk on the desk. I think right. between, the, between the office so far, I've gone through about 700 plus business cards. Oh my like. goodness, I think you're exaggerating. Uh, yeah, mm. I, I'm not so sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not out of the question, but... Right, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and then we finally had somebody that could actually take out the recycling. We had cardboard piling up in the storage room for months and oh we'll get to that in a minute oh we'll get to that in a minute and suddenly it was like chris is here no i was more than happy to do it i think my eco mind was was actually thrilled to do something like that so well and before everyone thinks that that's all we really have him doing we've actually (laughs) had him doing a little bit of everything we um had a have a couple projects in the office i've actually been kind of mean to him about we have one project it's an addition and i walked over to him and basically handed him the existing floor plan and said we're going to expand and add a kitchen to go. It and was pretty scary. Yeah. No, no experience ever designing a kitchen. None. Yeah. None at all. But I will give him this, though. You walk past his desk, and it's all these kitchen magazines flopped <laughs> open on his desk to get some idea. And That's how it's done, yeah. That's how it's done. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it, worked out, it worked out really well, actually. So, yeah, there's a lot of learning to do, and, and you still have the rest of the semester to do it. So um, I'm excited. You, it's been a great process so far. Well, and the other thing that's a little bit different is that we have some questions this time from one of our listeners. Neil Pan was so nice to to send us some tweets on Twitter and let us know what he would actually like to hear from our intern. And we've added a few questions of our own, but thank you, Neil, for getting us started. If you're on Twitter, you can connect with Neil. Uh, His Twitter handle is npan, N-P-A-N-N. 
So thanks, Neil. You'll let, it ha let us know how we did. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right, well, enough of the mindless chatter. Let's get down to the cheddar and find out a little bit about Chris. So it's our September-October podcast, Interview with an Intern. So Chris, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and tell us about the magic that makes you you. So the audience should know that uh, I was born and raised in the Dallas area, went to high school, Red Oak High School. Was in the band, a little bit of football. Oh, but you're a band geek? Uh, yeah. I didn't realize you were a band geek. Uh, well, I wasn't you a didn't? band geek. No, I played the drums, so oh, I wasn't a geek. A so. Oh, no, please, you're in the band, you're a band geek. Ah, okay, yeah, you're, I was, you're a band nerd. Just, just, I was only in it for six six years, whatever. Just go with it. Oh, my God, <laughs> six years. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I would say that most of my major life decisions were made on a whim. So whenever I was young and played with Legos, my mom said, oh, you know, People who do what you're doing right there are called architects. I said, okay, I'll be that. And then, uh, so in, uh, in the fifth grade or fourth grade, I had a, a really influential teacher who uh, it was her first year out of school, and she was from A&M. And she goes, oh, well, you know, there's a good architecture program at a and I said, okay, I'll go there. And then on into high school. Uh, wow. I'm yeah. feeling less and less special. Yeah, I know. That he ended up at our firm. I know. Well, no, no. Okay. Well, and then on, on into high school, uh, I was trying to figure out where to go to college, and I, I knew I wanted to go to A&M, but I didn't really. Uh, I applied there. Um, well, I, actually, I didn't apply there. I, my dad had said he had uh, some colleagues whose um, kids went to Blend College, which is a, co a community college uh, yeah. and college station. Yeah, we, we had friends go to Blend because they weren't doing so well. Well, it's, it, wasn't, it wasn't that I was doing wasn't doing so well. It was just I. Well, I, no, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. Just that kind we're of, familiar, we're familiar, with familiar, familiar with the name. Just Blender for other reasons. Blender Garden, yeah. yes, uh, and it was it was Blender a cheaper. Garden. Yeah, <laughs> That's or, fantastic. otherwise known as Thirteenth Grade, but uh, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Good. But you know, it was a cheaper route, and it was a good transition. You know, sure. and from going to from high school to, to college, and then the big school, which is A&M. And so I went there, and and uh, on my dad's recommendation, and it wasn't like you know, oh, I have to go to A&M soon as I start. It was like, eh, why not? I'll do it. And I really enjoyed it. I uh, lived in an apartment complex right next to it, where I could just walk to school and walk back, and it was nice. And and uh, after that first year, I was accepted to A&M by the skin of my teeth, I think. And I was so excited that that I yelled out whenever I got my email, said that I was accepted, and uh, I woke my roommates up, and they're like, you know, mad at me for doing it anyway. So then, um, so yeah, so that's that's my background, and I, I've been at school at A&M um, since '05, I guess, and taking a little time off here and there, but uh, about to finish up. So okay. finish up in December. Yay! Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, no, you've you've done the submittal online and everything, so you're like for your graduating. Yeah. Right? No, no. It, 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 your your forty five second. Yes. Moment of glory. Exactly. I was like, is this it? I did click, 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 and then it said, thanks. And I was like, okay, so, you know, so many years of work just for that. And I was kind of ticked <laughs> that, it, <laughs> that, it, that it was just that little bit of work. Yeah. You know, I hadn't really thought about that when I graduated. Do we actually have to, we probably have to fill stuff out still. Oh, I had to go and stand in a line and go in a building I'd never entered in my entire time at A&M. And yeah. then, yeah, go into this scary dark office in some basement and... <laughs> Talk to a woman that didn't want to be there, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I earned my applying graduation. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it was not nearly as pleasant as click, click, click. No, it's, yeah. it's so streamlined now that it, it's it's disheartening. I guess yeah. I would say. So. Well, you know, I remember registering for classes on phone, and you know, you had to like uh -huh. pick up the phone and dial in, and it was like always a freak show because you could only dial in between this time and this time because it was your allotted time. And, uh -huh. Oh my god, and now on, everything's on just a, online on a corded phone. I know on a corded phone, no less. Yes. 
Yeah. Do you know what that Luckily, is? Luckily, it didn't have a rotary uh, dial. Young, we were, we weren't quite that old. But. I, I was. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm from the age where, from the, from the age, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember, you know, quarter phones. Yes, yes, yes. Not, from, from the age, you were born the year I graduated high school, so. Yeah. It's yeah. all relative. It's all relative. Exactly. Anyway. exactly. Part of your requirements of your program were to come and do something in an office, right? A semester away. Correct, yes. So can you tell us a little bit more about the program and what that actually meant? Well, uh, I would say the program was a semester away, quote-unquote, uh, little air quotes you can't see, but uh, you could either do a... years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You could either do a semester abroad, uh, which means uh, for most people they would go to Europe. Uh, I think there was some special programs where you could go to Australia or South America, but uh, it was mostly Europe, uh, places like uh, uh, Germany, and the biggest one was Italy, was the big draw that most students went to. You could either do that or an internship with uh, an architectural office, actually intern in the office and see how the day-to-day process goes for what you're going to do for the rest of your life, I guess you would call it. Um, I chose the route of uh, doing an internship because I felt I would rather have the experience of uh, working a working environment to help um, make my transition after graduation a little easier uh, if I uh, were to go to an architectural uh, firm and work there. What their school requires is a semester away has to be 50 miles away from campus, so I couldn't stay in College Station with all my friends <laughs> and uh, and try to work at a firm there. So and I had to go out, uh, ways of 50 miles away, and he had to work with an actual licensed uh, architectural firm. Well, we were discussing something kind of interesting for us because when we were at school, it wasn't a requirement. Mm-hmm. Either one, yeah. the, the semester away, either study abroad or this, it wasn't required, which, thank goodness it wasn't because, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, were you, did your parents pay for your college? Mostly. Sorry, I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm curious because for me, it was going on my own. Yeah, me as well. So suddenly, it was yeah, like a giant has chunk of real different uh, situations. Yeah, yeah, I did the study abroad, and I did um, a semester in Italy. Yeah. And for me, it was life changing. Yeah. I mean, it truly was. I mean, I would be a totally different person if I had <laughs> not gone. I True. mean, because I See I was that. actually on the track of doing a double major of architecture and construction science oh, wow. because Goodness my dad idea. said it was a good idea. So <laughs> on my thinking brain, I thought, absolutely, that sounds like a great career move, being a woman with a construction science degree and da-da-da-da. And then, but my heart was not in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it took yeah. me separating from my family, separating from what was comfortable and what was known, mm-hmm. and going to this place where... I could only rely on my own decisions. And Mm -hmm. at that point, it was like three or four weeks into the semester where I had to decide whether I was going to declare that double major. And the deadline was getting closer and closer. And fortunately, I had some really good professors there who said, what do you want to do? What feels right to you? Mm -hmm. And that was a big growing up moment for me to go, I don't want to take construction <laughs> science classes. I don't want oh, to do it. Yeah. And and I didn't. And so and by kind of letting go of that part of what I thought the rest of my degree was going to be and being able to to actually really focus on what I was seeing in front of me in Italy really I think opened my eyes to the fact that I love historic preservation. Yeah, and ultimately that's what my graduate degree was focused on. So for me, it really was a very important time during my degree. Now, not to say that I couldn't have discovered that back here in the states, but yeah, it you helps. know that was the path that 
that I took, and right. yeah, it was huge for me. So I have a question back towards you. Was that mm -hmm. a relief, or is that like a call to action to what you know what you're going to do, and you could focus better on that, you know, with those double efforts? Or both? Probably both. I mean, it was, I mean, it, the whole process of college is growing up and becoming your own person and making your own decisions, so there was a lot of input from my family anyway, of course, mm -hmm. with most students get that, but for me, it was like, okay, I know it, it would, for somebody that would be a great decision because mm -hmm. that would, you know, you'd have lots of job offers if you had that on your resume. But is that going to make me happy? Is yeah. that, um, you know, this is really actually a timely conversation since we just lost Steve Jobs and we've been hearing his Stanford address and mm -hmm. the fact that he was saying, don't live your life from somebody else's decisions, live your yeah. own. And for me, that's exactly what happened. It was, yeah. Um, yeah. it was kind of difficult to make that decision because it, I was like, oh, man, if this is the wrong one, it's all mine. <laughs> you know, if I get Which, to my graduation and it's like, yikes, I wish I had that construction, yeah, I won't. Yeah. But um, at the same time, it was almost liberating, too, because it was like, okay, I am at the right place where I can mm -hmm. make the decision and stay focused on the architecture side. But mm -hmm. I had done every summer between you know, while I was at A&M, I went home and did summer internships in architecture offices at gotcha. home. Okay. So I still, oh, I definitely still got the internship experience. It was just that one semester I spent yeah. away. So. I would say, you know, my choices, given the choice, you know, given the money factor, I would probably have done the Italy thing. But that now, in retrospect, now that I've been worked in an architectural office, that I would say that, oh, goodness, the internship was, would give me so much more a leg up in the industry, you know, for especially in today's job market. Um, and I kind of had to make my choice out of necessity because, you know, I don't, didn't want to take out another student loan for 12 right. grand or something like that. I think what the estimated cost was was ridiculous. You know, doing doing that versus making money and learning something at the same time, I it was an easy choice for yeah. me. Well, and one of the questions that we, I think, asked you right off the bat uh, – probably during the interview or even before when Laura was emailing you, was how many firms did you actually contact <laughs> and how many did you actually get a response from? Wow. Because this is, you know, one of Neil's questions really is about the job market, and I think mm -hmm. this is pretty mm -hmm. telling. So Yeah, well, what, I, what I've explained before is that I've I probably sent my resume in an email and put calls out uh, in that, that type of way uh, to about two dozen different firms within the Dallas area. Uh, and I get answers from about four or five four of those five said sorry we're not looking and one of them said sure come in for an interview and that was hpd so <laughs> <laughs> it magically was, here we are exactly yeah i yeah it was it was uh i think it was fate in some some aspects i would say you know i'm not a big believer in fate you make your own fate i, I say but you know it it the the a&m you know uh tie uh, just the the stories uh, uh, that you know I've heard with within the, the firm and that I've been able to give you know matched up so unbelievably well that I don't think I uh, I couldn't imagine myself anywhere else because this has been a great fit so far. Good. Well, and you know it's funny every time I say oh we've got a student intern for the semester from A and M I get the same response oh I'm so sorry I'm like, <laughs> ah, honestly really. It's like he's doing a great job. Come on, give us a break. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, by the way, I'm from a and One of my other partners is from a and So just, you know, of course, they're usually <laughs> yeah. OU or TU graduates, you know. Or tech, you know. You know or, well, sorry yeah. for tech, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, so we've touched a little bit on it. What's it like for you to actually do an internship? You know, we're 
obviously you come into it with certain expectations. You're going to mm. leave with a different perspective, hopefully. Definitely. Um, Definitely. What's the big, other than your your degree, what do you hope to get out of it by the time you're done? Uh, yeah, well, I would say most people go into it if they're looking more for more than just, you know, getting the credit hours to get their degree, which is kind of the mindset I had, you know, a scary moment at the beginning of the summer when I didn't have a set internship. So, but uh, I kind of grew into... I want to learn this, I want to learn that, and then when I did my interview, Laura, I had mentioned that one of my hobbies was video and audio editing, she said, oh, we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, great, that seems Yay. great. And then once I got here, my expectations were, you know, to be a CAD monkey and, and you know, to, to do filing, and I've done a little bit of both, but it's been a lot more than I expected. You know, my expect- expectations were to do what the partners need me to do, you know, to help take the burden off them for the day-to-day stuff that can be simply done by by an intern. But it's been a lot more than that, and I think my expect- expectations have grown with that. Um, and I would say, what do I want to get out of it? Gosh, uh, I think, uh, like Laura has mentioned to me before, she thinks that the business side of the, of the, of the firm has intrigued me more, which I would say definitely yes. Um, than necessarily the you know uh, drafting and, and the design work, which is great, and, and I'm getting a lot of experience. But I would say the business aspect is uh, the exposure is a little more in my wheelhouse, and I am loving it. Uh, and so I expect to get a little more of the business, uh, which Larry has been kind enough to help me out with, as, as well as Laura. Uh, two different sides of it, uh, but it's been very beneficial to my learning experience and yeah. so I expect to get more of that um, and get out of it and ultimately uh, I think most people would say uh, say maybe like a, a job um, opportunity uh, I'm not sure if, if I'm going to want that or if I'm going to do my own thing but you know we'll see as it progresses because my mind can change you know tomorrow you know right. it seems like so well, I can well, almost guarantee you that none of your other classmates doing an internship will have been on a podcast <laughs> Probably, well, yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. Well, and mm-hmm. and we've you know we've already uh, well before you actually started, we had you come to the first uh, your first architecture happy hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're getting networking experience. I made him sit down with me and go through. I know it's just riveting stuff. Go through QuickBooks with me because yeah. I was doing some accounting. And so they come over here. Let me show you this. Show you how this oh, works. Yeah. Primarily because. Um, one of the things that you're doing is that you and your father are starting your own business. Yes, yes. And so when he, you know, we're talking about him getting sort of that business experience, mm-hmm. sort of opening him up to these are some of the things you need to look for and this yeah. is some of the things you can try for business development. And that brings us to what we were talking, um, I guess probably really when we first interviewed you, mm-hmm. about you know, there's really not everybody's on the same path. Yeah, exactly. You know, just because you have an architecture degree doesn't mean – that's the path for you. And, and yeah. Laura's a great example. She's actually developed into business development and marketing and stuff. And for you, you're going into a totally different direction altogether, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I guess that's, this is plug time, I guess. <laughs> I probably appreciate it. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I wasn't sure if architecture was what I wanted to do. And I didn't know, I was too far into the degree program to, to switch anything else. And so I was like, okay, I'll stick it out and see if I start to like it more. Um, I've enjoyed my last couple of years of school, actually, with, uh, and I've gotten into the green movement like everybody does. But um, I didn't know if I wanted to be eco-friendly in just the architecture path, um, which leads into the business I'm starting with my father, which is called Gift of Green, where we 
plant trees on a massive scale on behalf of schools as as a fundraiser, and that aspect of helping helping little kids, which is you know in school, which I've been in school for all my life it seems like <laughs> now, well I guess it is true, uh, and then uh, and helping the environment and uh, you know doing many good things uh, while uh, starting something for myself. You know I've had the luxury I say luxury of uh, my past few jobs have gotten progressively better and the atmosphere I've been working in, and, and I've noticed the, the path that the, the jobs have gotten smaller. I've worked in a corporate office um, to a corporate, corporate restaurant chain um, called California Pizza Kitchen, and then I went to a, a family-owned restaurant in College Station whenever I was uh, working there this past year, and just loved it, the smaller atmosphere, the, the family feel. Well, anyway, so uh, anyway. where were we back to track? Oh, um, I was just talking about different paths. I d- different paths, yeah. So the gift of green. Yeah, yeah gift of green is is our uh, company name. You can go to giveagiftofgreen.com. dot uh, com. Still a, a website in, in, in progress, but it's almost finished, and we're almost ready to go. But it's exciting of the number of people I can help and touch. As you know, the same way that uh, somebody who is doing something like green architecture, they can touch a lot of people in a specified area. Whereas I can do that as well in the Texas area, or if we expand to the rest of the country or something like that, that'd be pretty cool. Well, and it's so important, especially this summer. We had all of those forest fires oh, in yes. in yeah. Texas, so yeah. there's a huge need to yeah. get those lands right. replanted before they all get eroded away. Exactly. Well, and honestly, for me, if I have to buy another bucket of popcorn from from some <laughs> nephew who's selling it for whatever, I'm like. I don't, you know, I don't need Christmas wrap. I don't yeah. need chocolate. I don't need buckets of popcorn. Let's get something that's actually practical and useful and isn't yeah. going to, you know, add 10 pounds to my waistline by the end of the, yeah. end of the year. Of course, yeah. So it means well, a nice change. Yeah, and I think the nice thing, too, is that you guys understand that technology rules and you're mm-hmm. setting it up online yeah. so that you can actually set up a site or part of your site for the kids' school. And exactly. Exactly. It's easy for their friends and family to contribute. You know, the yeah. kids are not, they may go door to door to, to you know, in their neighborhood, but they don't have to. I'm if just that's taking the words out of my mouth. You're, you're doing a much yeah, better sales no, job I, than I am. Oh, I, I appreciate think that's, it. It's helpful, especially right. from, you know, as a parent of a young right. child, knowing yeah. that that is in my future at some <laughs> point down the road. Yeah. I, I would, would appreciate that flexibility. No, yeah. and it's, it's the, the simplest model we're trying to, or we're trying to use the simplest model, which is always, you know, as we know, from engineers' standpoint, the, the simplest uh, answer is probably the best answer. And uh, and from that standpoint, we don't want kids to if they go door to door, that that's great. But we want it to be able to they can have their parents send out a tweet or a Facebook message, you know, and say go to this URL and you know help support my kid's school and the environment at the same time. Uh, that makes the things a lot easier. The kids don't have to have to uh, deliver any product because we do all the planting for them. Uh, and we, you know, have a monumental goal of trying to plant a hundred thousand trees within the next twelve months, which is a big task. But I, I think, you know, it's one of those things that, that I, I take a call to arms. That you know, we need to do this as a, as a society. You know, become more green, and this is a way that I can contribute. So, okay, very uh, good, pretty good, yeah, very good. Well, and so, architecture degree, and this is what your your I don't say goal is or what your passion is yeah so yeah it's that sort of different path but you're hopefully out of all of what you learn here you'll yes. you'll be able to take away yes you know what what laura's going to show you with the business development what yeah. we're showing you with networking what we're talking Marketing. about business development you know oh, actual man. day-to-day business stuff yeah it's website development opening a stuff. whole new world it really is that's cool well we're starting to get a little a little long on our podcast so we're going to actually split this into two 
So stay tuned for part two, and we're going to upload them both at the same time, but this will make it a little easier for you guys to get them downloaded and not be quite so overwhelming. So, Because if you've been running on the treadmill for this long, we're going to let you take a break. Yeah, we thought it would be nice, because <laughs> we're givers. That's, That's us. right. Thank us later. All right. Well, so stay tuned for the second half of the podcast. Okay, see you in a minute.